0: And now, here is your host, Stacey O'Byrne.
1: Hey, welcome back to another episode of Sell Without Selling. I'm your host, Stacey O'Byrne. And I believe that learning the art and the science of how to sell without selling is the only way to achieve high six and seven figure success. I am so excited to dig into this episode today with you. And really quick, if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, or sales professional, and you haven't hit the level of success that you've wanted or needed, or if you're stuck and needing a pivot in your business and your success, or you just want more, and you understand the importance of having a coach to help identify the blind spots, increase accountability, and help with success strategies to take you your business, your income, and your success to the next level. If this sounds like something for you, then head over to pivotpointadvantage.com slash success That's pivotpointadvantage.com slash success There's a quick application there that will lead to a phone call with us to see if we're a great fit for each other. Okay, let's do this. Today I'm speaking with a really good friend and a dear client of mine, Natasha Burris. Natasha is the president, CEO, and founder of Prairie Flower Billing. She established her company, now listen to this, she established her company August, 2020. When so many people were out there waving the white flag, Natasha had the brilliant idea let's start a business during a pandemic, why not? She got her first client a month later and then everything took off from there. Since that point, she has only strived to learn more so that she can better assist her clients in whatever ways they need. She started out graduating college with, check this out, an animal ecology degree and never expected to go into the healthcare industry. Reality is she has three degrees, a bachelor's in animal ecology, an associate's in environmental science, and an associate's in business admin. Little bit of an underachiever in my personal opinion. After graduating college, she landed a fantastic internship working with a variety of clients all over her state that she resides in, and that's Iowa, to help save the majestic monarch butterflies. I gotta tell you, Natasha, my wife would love you because she loves monarch butterflies. Once her internship came to close, she still hadn't found a permanent position. So she applied for a very, very, very part-time job at a new mental health clinic as an administrative assistant. At that time, she had no idea that this would change the entire trajectory of her career path. Immediately, she fell in love with the work and quickly began to learn the ins and outs of billing and insurance claims rejections, and then got promoted over the four years she was there. And that's how Prairie Flower Billing was incepted. Always follow your passion and your purpose. I believe that learning the art and the science of how to sell without selling is the only way to achieve high six and seven figure success. I am so excited for you to hear our conversation today and really quick, if you feel sales isn't your thing, if you feel yourself struggling and getting stuck, stay tuned because I'm telling you we're getting ready to launch something really exciting and really fulfilling that will help you scale and go to the next level. Hey, Natasha, let's do this. How are you?
2: Good. How are you?
1: I am doing fantastic. So let's talk about this. I love your journey. For one, congratulations on three degrees. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I jokingly say underachiever, yeah, I had a hard time getting one. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) what got you into the direction of um, animal ecology? Because you, like a lot of us, we never followed our degrees, right? Mm-hmm. However, you did go polar opposite. So let's talk <laughs> about what what drove you into that.
2: Well, um, that's really like, so in 2009, when, uh the economy crashed I got laid off and I was already going to school and I had almost finished my business degree and I was got laid off and I was like well then I should just go to school for what I want to do like what I'm interested in right so then I decided to go to school for what I was interested in not what would get necessarily get me a job Mm -hmm. So that's when I did the environmental science and animal ecology degrees and, and follow my main interest, I guess. Nice. That's why I did that. I mean, who doesn't love being outside and watching animals and learning about animals? (laughs) Exactly.
1: Exactly. Okay, so then you did the polar opposite as a business move. You said, I love being outside. I love working with animals. So let's do the polar opposite and lock (laughs) myself into four walls. No windows, no outside and a computer. Yeah, (laughs) totally
2: makes sense.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What about the insurance billing industry made you realize when the entire world was shutting down and trying to figure out what to do, you had this epiphany, let's start a business.
2: Mainly because I realized that I liked working from home and I didn't want to go to an office, no matter what office it was, if I liked the office or didn't like that, I didn't want to be at somebody else's office. Mm -hmm. I wanted to work from home and... Enjoy more time, I guess, more free time because you don't have the commute. And so I was just like, what am I going to (laughs) do? How am I going to do that? (laughs) (laughs) And actually, a lady I had worked with and was friends with, she was like, I don't know why you don't just do it, you know, insurance billing on your own. And I was like, oh. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Why don't I just do that on my own? So, mm-hmm. then I decided to get that going and start working on that. So <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, so let's let's introduce
1: you a little bit to to our listeners. So, Natasha is uh, one of my group coaching client participants and something that really stood out for me is in case you haven't noticed she is a different breed right she excels in everything she does and i really wanted to expose you guys to what it takes to build a business during a time period when the whole world shut down because It does take drive, tenacity, patience, hustle, ambition, sacrifice and grind, and a lot of other things. And in case you haven't noticed, she's not void or lacking in any of that. One of the things that I really wanted you guys to to do was to get to know her journey. She's probably very confidently and very strongly going to hit six figures uh, by the end of this year. And uh, it's by no easy task. You know, she, I'll lovingly say, has started out building business the hard way. And it's it's like a lot of us do. Uh, in the beginning, it was to generate income, right? So in other words, Natasha did a great job building a job for herself. Yes. So can we talk about your journey with your company from where you started to where you are now?
2: I mean, really, I started out with $250 and that's what I had. And that's what I started with. And I just started, I mean, business to me when when I got my business degree, it just always seemed very, uh, straightforward and kind of common sense. Like it didn't seem like, you know, everything just kind of made sense, like in steps. And so I was just like, okay, like, what do I need to do? I need to, you know, get the name, get the license, uh, you know, and all the stuff. Um, And so I I started doing that and like, I was like, oh, I'm going to, you know, get all this stuff ready and then I'm going to start promoting and get a client, but no, that didn't happen. I didn't have anything really ready. And then I got a client because I had already talked to everybody I know and was like, hey, I'm going to do this. You know, if you know people that need billing or credentialing, like, let me know, you know, I'll, I'm starting this business. Well, they had I didn't know they had already started telling people. And that's how I got the first client. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm not ready. I'm not I don't have all the things. And like, but it didn't matter, you know, because like, I already had all the things because the things that you really need is your knowledge and You know, if you know how to do what you're doing, then that's all you need, right? Mm -hmm. To get started.
1: (laughs) Right, right. You know, it's important to find something that you're good at. Yeah. Find something that you love to do. And even more important, it's important to find a need and fill it. Because if you love something and there's no need, well, then you've got a really good hobby, right? Yeah. However you found something that you love to do that you're good at doing that helps others that there's a huge need for because let's face it one of the biggest problems that practitioners have is uh collecting money from insurance companies yeah i uh i coach a handful of doctors that have started uh pulling away from insurance companies because of ashp and and just all of that and just transitioning to a cash business because uh insurance companies were really difficult to deal with and with ashp i always call them pain in the ass hp but with ashp uh gobbling up the majority of the healthcare system out there it was getting harder and harder you know a a a service that the doctor has every right to bill $150 for, they're being paid $10 or $15. And the client who loves this doctor wants to continue to see the doctor and doesn't understand why the doctor can't afford to spend any more than two minutes with them, right? So so I love that you found something that has a huge need out there on top of something that you love to do. Now, let's talk about client acquisition because you know there's there's two things that we've been working with inside our group coaching call with you specifically. And number one is increasing your client base and increasing your bandwidth, both of which uh, it's a catch twenty two for you, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, It's like, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? And you don't have the time to go out and build clients. And you don't have the bandwidth because you don't have employees yet, right? Right. (laughs) Let's talk about the bandwidth thing. So what has in the past prevented you from surrounding yourself with competent sources so that you can increase your resource of time and offer more to more people.
2: I think it is the same or similar for most people. And that is trusting and kind of relinquishing control over something that, I mean, it's kind of like your baby, you know, and you started it and it's like growing. And then you're all like, Oh, here you go. You can, you can help me, (laughs) but it's hard to do that because, you know, you want to make sure that everything's done you know, properly and like taken care of. And, <clears throat> you know, you don't want to disappoint your clients and, or if, you know, they're used to a certain caliber of, you know, whatever you do, you mm-hmm. don't want to let them down either. So I think that's just makes it hard to, it's just a matter of trusting and relinquishing your control. So or that- your control.
1: So those are two great points and two very opposite points. So um, if memory serves me properly, you're probably more than doubling your business this year. Is that Mm -hmm.
2: right? Yeah.
1: So, you know, one of the things that that we've been working with in, in group coaching, and I'm glad you brought up trust because I wanted to honor I wanted to honor our group coaching space. And, um, and I was hoping that we could push through that envelope. So the way Natasha has uh, more than doubled her business this year is through sheer grind, resilience, and stubbornness. <laughs> and what I mean by that is, she has found more ways to get more work out of herself to produce the growth that she has, that, that she has today. And one of the things that I've pushed back on her is there, there comes a point where you're going to hit the ceiling. The ceiling is right now she's trading time for money. So she's got a great job and she is sitting on a gold mine in business. Imagine if you hired three of you. You would That'd be awesome. <laughs> would, I would love that. You would easily be a quarter million dollar business, if yeah. not almost a half a million dollar business within a year. And I know growth like that sounds scary. And I also know growth like, like that sounds like a pipe dream. And reality is, when we are a business owner, we get to be very mindful of how much of our time is spent as a technician, because there is a huge difference between working in your business versus on your business. So, when, and there's this fine line between the concept of contractors and employees so let's look at both opportunities for you and let's address the trust standpoint okay because the the aspect of it being your baby and the aspect of it you know releasing it to someone else that has a little bit to do with trust natasha and not as much as you think Mm, because mm. think about think about the parents right when we grow our babies to toddlers and then toddlers to to adolescents we get to take them to kindergarten hand them off to a stranger And then that whole line of parents stand there and cry, right? Right. And we do the same thing in first grade because now they're not in school for half the day. They're in school for the whole day. Come second or third grade, it's like, go, go to school. Get out of my hair. Go, go, right? So what happens is when we as the CEO, when we as the president, when we as the service and solution provider have clarity and understanding of the needs, wants, and desires of our future prospective clients. And then we have clarity and understanding who can fill that need. It's our responsibility to hire the competency. Now, can people interview well? It's a very rare occasion where somebody who who isn't of the caliber they need to be can pass through an interviewing process as long as you do your due diligence in creating that process for them right yeah so it's it's important for you to understand the way the baby grows up is for you to empower the baby our business is everything to us right? It's our blood, it's our sweat, it's our tears, it's our sacrifices. And it deserves to be the entity that we created it to be. And if you were to take that baby and never let it go to school, never let it leave your house, how could it ever thrive without that social growth and interaction? Yeah. So let's put that there. Okay. Now let's take that trust factor. So you and I have had conversations in our group coaching circle that perceptions projection, you know, life has taught you in the past that, that that we can't trust people, you know, your circumstances, your experiences have created an environment to where you question people's intentions And you question whether or not you can trust them. Right. So that's what keeps you from holding on to the baby so tight. You follow me? Mm -hmm. What you get to do is learn how to trust yourself so that you can create guidelines of the person that represents you and your billing company the way it deserves to. So that when you hand your baby off, you're handing your baby off to that teacher that deserves to receive it. You know it's taken care of during the day. This is where that teeter-totter of our conversations start. So when you do it with a contractor, they're not as invested in you. It doesn't mean that they're not. It just means that you're not their only rodeo. They have right. other responsibilities, other obligations. They're building their own thing, whatever that is. And and they're trading time for money with you. Typically, contractors um, are a little bit more expensive per hour because they're absorbing their own uh, taxes, their own business taxes. Now, there's benefits to having a contractor. There's no... Uh, Employee liability, no legal liability. I mean, you can let them go just because they sneezed wrong. Let's flip the coin to employees. When we're building a business, if we have clarity on where we're going, in other words, what we want, one, three, five years down the road, just a vision, that gives us the opportunity to have clarity on future potential positions. And we hire for those future potential positions. We get clarity on what somebody wants. Because if if somebody wants to be a biller their whole life, an admin their whole life, great. Then that's probably going to be a very dedicated, loyal employee. However, somebody has an aspiration to make six figures, to make more money to do billing and also potentially be a leader or they show leadership skills well then they can start helping you develop a training program and they can start helping you hire people they can start help they can start running departments you start creating future positions within people's growth desires potential desires so it all starts with your trusting yourself to put together characteristics, personalities, what it is you're looking for, expertise, competencies, so that you know what you're looking for, so that you can then trust yourself into the person's intention that you're hiring. So looking at in the past, what's what's held you what, what's held you back, because I know that that this has been uh, a huge Achilles heel for you. Because every time we start to break through it, I know that trust filter kicks in and then you find the quickest way to limit it. Tell me what you're thinking now. Because I really want to help you break through this.
2: Like, I do get your point there where, yeah, a contractor would not be necessarily as... um dedicated maybe as an actual employee so that does make sense but yeah that it does make it more complicated to hire an employee versus a contractor as well there's a little more to go into that but yeah I think maybe like taking more time to make sure that they have the right skills and everything that you are looking for makes sense because then you know what i mean you should be able to trust them and and have them do their job you
1: know you're going to have people who will fill a job and then you're going to have people who want to fill a career path and just like in the past people gave you growth opportunity that's really what you get to create with prairie flower billing you you get to create future opportunities and growth you know you might find someone who is good at admin right now going to school for business admin or business management who ends up loving operations right well that person may have a career path of operation management You might have someone that loves billing so much that they might be able to take over AR and AP for you. You might, we have so many different avenues to go. And it all starts with getting you out of the thick of the weeds. Because Mm -hmm. if we get you out of the thick of the weeds, then this opens up opportunity for you to do what you do best. And that's represent you. Right, you just picked up the phone and had conversations with people responsible for billing at medical offices, they would see the value in you in a heartbeat. And I'm not saying you always fill that role as a salesperson, I'm saying you fill that role with sales as a salesperson while you're building the business because nobody's going to sell you as good as you today. Oh, yeah. There comes a point then where you can back out and then hire a salesperson, hire a sales team. Now you'll have multiple departments and it's because you built it. And as long as you fill it, then you're always going to hit that income ceiling. And if you start making... Moves today. Look, you doubled your business from last year to this year, right? Yes. When you, my guess based off you and I playing numbers is you're going to close out somewhere between 98 and 110,000. You know, it's really going to depend on how you show up this last quarter. It really is. And either way, however you end up, if you really start building this like a business come january of 2024 your opportunity to hit a quarter million by the ne- by the end of next year will be pretty simple okay this is the difference between being an owner operator versus a-, a technician a practitioner in our business versus being the ceo and president of your business, now, that being said, I get in the beginning, CEO stands for Chief Everything Officer. yeah, I totally get that because I built Pivot Point. I was the janitor. I was the coach, I was the speaker. I was the trainer. I was the networker. I was the marketer. I was the salesperson. I was I was a par. I was operations. I was exhausted, yeah. And what I started doing was I started identifying what is the least expensive thing I can hire out that frees up some of my time. At that point, it was admin. I was spending about 15 hours a week on admin. And, you know, that got me 60 hours a month. Do you know what I can do with 60 hours a month? (laughs) Yeah, that's a lot. It is. Now take your billable wage and multiply That times the 60. Mm -hmm. Now, look at how much that position would have cost you. And that's the upside to it. And that's what I started doing. I started asking myself, what can I hire out that will save me time so I can go out and make more money? serve more people, help more people. And those were the moves that I started making. You have done such a great job in servicing your clients that they keep referring you people. What's happened is you've hit this bandwidth to where one of two things is going to start happening. You're either going to plateau or go down a little bit in income because you can't service anymore or you're going to dropping the ball trying to make more and then you're really letting your baby down
2: yeah yeah that's always a worry too though like because you don't want to I well I don't want that to ever happen like or anybody to ever feel like oh she's like she must be really busy she forgot about me or whatever she didn't do this but really I'm always thinking about all of them Yeah, (laughs) you know what I mean and making sure like I don't for and, and you're yeah like obviously once in a while everybody forgets something or you know what I mean you're like oh my god I forgot to put that on my calendar but
1: so what happens is when you duplicate yourself and ultimately ultimately what I would like for you to do is duplicate yourself quick and triple triplicate yourself shortly after Because the whole thing is to give you up bandwidth to follow up on leads, to follow up with customers to get more leads, to start reaching out to people who you have been connected with so that you can start bringing in more sales, solving more problems, right? Yeah. And then from there, then we start building a platform of structure. You know, because there's going to come a point where you have a team, let's just say of five billers, right? Well, who's going to manage them? And then who's going to manage the invoices that are generated? And then who's going to manage the operations, the client relations? You know, now you can invest in marketing. You see, there's so many different directions we can go and it all starts with where do we want to go? One of the the biggest mistakes people make is when they start a business. And I'm going to say business in air quotes. When they start a business, they really don't have an idea of where they want to take it. And that's just like going to the airport and not knowing where you want to go. You'll kind of always be stuck at the airport. Mm. You're stuck at the ticket counter and you can't tell them where they want to go. They can't put you on a plane other than trust, other than baby. Hmm. And when I say baby, I mean, allowing your baby to thrive, allowing your baby to grow. What else has been an obstacle for you in scaling your business?
2: Like, really, I didn't do a lot of coaching until this year. And so a lot of times, like last year, especially it just like something happens and you're just like, is that normal? Like, did that just happen? Like, what is going on? And then you don't really have anybody to talk to. And then you're like telling your friends and they're just like, "Whoa, that's crazy. Like times when you're just like, you know, I don't know if I can do this, what's happening. Like, how am I going to get a client? You know, I need more clients or I'm losing clients or whatever. And then you don't have that support. It's not like I didn't know I wanted coaching, or that I needed it. It's just, I don't know why I didn't do it. <laughs> you know, probably because I was waiting to be like, okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make this certain amount of money and then I'll do all the things. But really I could have done it sooner. I just, I don't, I don't know this year. I was like, I'm going to do that. And cause that's what I need. And that's been super helpful because there's a lot of times when you're just like, I don't know if I can do this or, you know. I need help. And it's not even like you need help. You just like need to talk to somebody.
1: I think you, you hit a
2: great point.
1: And, and thank you for saying coaching has, has helped your business. Cause, cause I have to tell you, I have absolutely positively loved having you in, in the group coaching program. You add a lot to it and it's really fun working with you. Um, You didn't know that you needed coaching, you know, we as business owners don't know what we don't know. And it's what it is we don't know that we don't know that always bites us in the ass, right? You know, I lovingly call them blind spots. Part of the biggest blind spot is we really don't know we need help. And I say help in air quotes, you know, because the beautiful thing about coaching is we work together. It, it's never a, you know, bark commands, go do this. It's, we we figure out what the obstacles are, what the potential solutions are, and together we navigate them, right? And one of one of the things that, that one of the things that hold people back the most is they don't know that they don't know that they need that type of help. They either have a negative connotation about coaching, or they don't see how coaching can help them or they think that they're too small for coaching, right? Reality is if you align with the right coach and maybe it's not about private coaching in the beginning, maybe it's about finding a hybrid of a group coaching program that allows individual interaction. And that's why I had created the program that I created because we're in a group, we're an intimate group. And each of us get, or each of the group attendees get individual time and they all learn from each other. Right. So, yeah. you know, I used to belong to a group coaching program where it was all video based. And then, um, like once a month, the coach would show up and would talk to the group, not with the group. Mm-hmm. And And it was almost like a training. It really wasn't coaching. Did I extract stuff from it? Of course, I'm going to extract something from every environment that I'm in. It's making sure that the environment that you immerse yourself in is going to add value to what it is you need. And I love that. I love that you jumped into an environment that you didn't even know that you needed. People people think that training and coachings are the same. They're very different. You need to be immersing yourself in trainings and you need to be immersing yourself in coaching. And stop looking for coaching on YouTube or books or podcasts. Look, please continue to listen and just know that we're using a very broad brush and if the youtuber or podcaster or author of the book speak to you resonate with you then explore working with them because we can't help you unless you reach out um, what is coaching offered to your growth and development this year
2: well, so like I don't know why last year I kind of lost my confidence, even though like I was doing fine, like and so and so I like I was like I don't know what's going on, like I just don't feel very confident, and so it's helped me regain that nice. back this year, and just kind of definitely keep me on track more, even though I could be better on track. <laughs> for those of you that didn't see
1: the big smirk (laughs) on her mouth natasha has um squirrel syndrome (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) so definitely keeping me better on track and then like i love you but i hate you because you're all like i'm like this is my goal and you're like no it's not (laughs) it's like way more than that and i'm like oh (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <Okay>.
1: <laughs> yeah, I saw your face when I said quarter million for 2024. I think I think 2024 is going to be a very big defining year for you. And I'm really excited for you. I really am.
2: Yeah, it will. It definitely will be because a lot of what I've been doing this year, I think too, will really show up next year because it does kind of seem to take a little bit of time for like the client work to kind of come back mm-hmm. in payments. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely. Natasha, how do you feel about sales? That <laughs> <Nah. laughs> you know the the one thing that I'm really excited about is when we increase your bandwidth. When you start leveraging time, I'm really excited about helping you step into serving your perspective client with your solution because you care so much you'll never have to sell that's the whole pretense of selling without selling is there's a need want and desire and you have a product service and solution and when you're right and tight between your ears when your brain is firing in all cylinders you believe in yourself you believe in your product All you're doing is serving. And I'm really looking forward to making that move with you to help turn sales in your brain to serving and solution providing. Do you have to sell? Yes, we all have to sell. Reality is we're always selling ourselves, right? Yeah. When you get to really fully understand who you are and how you are and how it and what it is you offer, you'll never have to sell again. I'm excited to making that move for you. So Natasha, I have really appreciated your time. I know how productive and busy you are because we're still in trading time for money mode. We're getting you out of it. So I really appreciate you coming on the show today. I have had an amazing time talking with you. And I know our listeners are going to extract a lot of amazing information from you. If anybody wants to reach out, connect with you, follow you, touch you, because I know that we do have uh, doctors who do listen to us, acupuncturists, chiropractors, uh, massage, uh, medical massage people. If anybody wants to reach out to you, how can they find you?
2: Um, so I have prairie flower billing on Facebook. We have a Facebook page and then um the website is pfbilling.com and that's out there. Or um you could email me at Natasha at pfbilling.com.
1: Awesome. Hey listeners, your success is important to me. And it's also important to me to make sure that these episodes are valuable to you and for you. I'd love for you to do three things right now. First, I'd love for you to head over to Facebook and join our Sell Without Selling community. That's head over to Facebook, join our Sell Without Selling community. Second, since you already have your phone in your hand, flip over to Instagram and follow us at Pivot Point Advantage. And last and definitely not least, I'd love to chat with you and give feedback on these episodes and find out any topics that you're interested in to help make this show more powerful and helpful to you achieving the success that you've always dreamed of, desired, and know you deserve. Head over to pivotpointadvantage.com slash talk to Stacy. That's pivotpointadvantage.com slash talk to Stacy. And look. We're launching our next group coaching program for January, and we're interviewing now for it. If you're ready to get out of your way and get on your way, go back to the link, pivotpointadvantage.com slash I want success. And let's have a conversation. And always remember this, choice is a powerful thing and suffering is always optional. Get out of your way so you can get on your way so you can finally have your way. Thanks so much for listening, and I look forward to talking with you soon.
0: Whether it's mastering your mindset, communication, or success, we have more ways to keep you on your journey to greatness. Be sure to visit us at pivotpointadvantage.com for exclusive online training programs, success-specific courses, and more ways to connect to Stacy directly to help you achieve the financial success you've always desired, dreamed, and deserved. That's all available on pivotpointadvantage.com.